welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined this afternoon by a uh, uh, promoter, DJ. She worked with Bass Music Mafia for uh, six years, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm excited to talk to her a little bit about her passions and why she does what she does. Um, she's probably the funniest person I've ever met in my whole life. Uh I her memes have been keeping me sane for the last <laughs> year. Uh, so uh thank you very much for joining me. Uh Sam Murdoch, aka Thin Mint, aka <laughs> Alien Peaches. Yes, alien peaches. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I've been so excited for this. <laughs> good. I'm I'm glad um I'm glad I reached out and that you were like uh, down to do this, you know, because oh, absolutely, I very likely could have just been, you know, just some guy, you know, like sliding in your DMs like, hey, uh, so I got this podcast. Uh, you're trying to like hop on. <laughs> but I like I, it was super cool that you were like receptive to it, you know. Oh, absolutely. Like I had seen um, some of your podcasts kind of floating around on Facebook before. And then, you know, obviously I went and checked your page out and was really excited because I've seen some pretty big names on your podcast. So <laughs> for you to ask me, I was blown away. <laughs> Dude, well, um, well, for one, um, I appreciate that. Uh, Sam, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty good. It's sunny. The snow is melting. So it's a beautiful day. Oh, yeah. Uh it's very bright out. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> that part I don't like too much. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been outside yet today, but um, I should probably do something about that. It has like the last week has just been this, the rush of serotonin that I've just really needed to feel like motivated to do anything lately. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty gloomy and so cold for a while. It just I feel like that got everyone down for a bit. But sunshine and warm weather, best medicine. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Soon we're gonna get flowers and birdies and uh, shit. I can't I cannot wait to start hearing birds chirping every morning and seeing robins. As soon as I see a robin, I know it's game over. <laughs> they have the prettiest songs. Shout out to Robins. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are you located? Um in Fond du Lac. Oh. Uh, I've, the only time I ever went through Fond du Lac was, uh, I was with my, uh, girlfriend at the time, we were going up to a wedding in Appleton and we stopped at a Fazoli's. That Fazoli's is closed now. They literally were open. And then by the next day, everything was gone in this. Oh, you fucking kidding me? Damn. They tore it down overnight. Man. Man, it's just lame. Fuck, man, Fazoli's is fire. I used to go there and they would always hook me up with breadsticks because I'd go and just, you know, get like a smaller order and then I'd get the bag and there'd be like 20 in there. You always go late at night because you get all the leftover breadsticks. Man, damn, I would have hit that shit up all the time. (laughs) Like, so I'm from Illinois and like we had, like I grew up with a Fazoli's like not too far, you know, we got it like in hot lunch, you know, when I was like mm-hmm. elementary school and I remember it was so good, but by the time I was like, you know, an adult and I could drive, like it was gone. So there was mm-hmm. no more Fazoli's. So no, 
Therefore, I've never had the late night Fazoli's experience. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> Damn, I need to fuck around and come to, uh, well, you said it's closed now. So I need to find the nearest Fazoli's and sit <laughs> up past hours, you know? I mean, hopefully they're as cool as the ones, that, well, some of the ones that were working at this Fazoli's. Some of the people were real sketchy. Yeah. Like, and I think there used to be a Wendy's in town too, but that got shut down because apparently they were selling drugs out of the drive-thru window. Oh, damn. It was a front. It was. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really eat fast food like that a whole lot, but mm-hmm. um, when I do, uh, <laughs> it's uh, Taco Bell usually. Oh, Taco Bell. It's different always. It hits different, but like, fire every time different you know i always get their five dollar boxes mm. my go-to order is a cheesy gordita crunch crimp trap supreme and a burrito supreme i eat a ton i mean i need that much food if it's gonna fill me up you know <laughs> a bit a bitch is hungry <laughs> so oh i mean i think the most i've spent on myself at taco bell and i ate everything i think it was like 16 or 18 bucks that's quite a bit of money to spend at taco bell on yourself were were you high quite possibly (laughs) (laughs) that's usually how it goes i go and i'm like oh i want well i want that five dollar box but then i want one of those i want one of those slushies i definitely have to get some cinna twists or those cinnabon things yeah those are good those are the best. Or when they have their Captain Crunch ones, those they need to come back. <laughs> Man, oh shit! I I never uh, tried those. Actually. Oh, they were so amazing. They were. Damn. Yes. Okay. Well, you're you're about to send me on this hunt for like all these <laughs> accurate fast food options. I. Yeah, we could talk about fast food all day, but what we're here to talk about, we're here to talk yeah. about um, your DJing and, and yes. cool shit you do. So, Sam, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so um, we met through the Internet, as I tend to meet most people these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like... It was back with your old account because you're what on your fourth band this year or some shit. Um, well, I have nine or eight days left of this 30 day ban. <laughs> and I made this account because last year around this time, I was just catching 30 day after 30 day after 30 day. And then I got two 90 days in a row. One was from something four years ago. <laughs> yeah. So like they're digging. They they're, were petty. They're, oh God. Facebook hates me. <laughs> like they love me, but they hate me. They're out to get you. A little bit. <laughs> I can't make people laugh if I'm banned all the time. Well, I was I was really missing because like you were like, I remember your like old account got banned. And then I was like, my feed was wasn't as entertaining anymore. And I I really missed it. But then I saw you made a new account and I was like. I gotta add that shit. I gotta add her new one. <laughs> yeah, I get that all the time. Whenever I come back, everyone's like, my newsfeed was so dry. I wasn't laughing. It was boring. Everyone was so serious and sad. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I like 
I mean, there's some people that are big, like, shit posters and stuff, and Mm -hmm. I get laughs here and there from, like, from them, but you are, like, always one of the most, like, reliable uh, (laughs) memers uh, to me, so um, I just, you just, like, put so many smiles to my face, so I just really had to, like, you know, acknowledge you and let you know that. And I appreciate I, that. <laughs> of course, absolutely. And, um, and I, you know, I'd, I'd also seen that, you know, you were like kind of active in the club scene. Um, I am not much of a clubber myself, but mm-hmm. I've interviewed a good amount of people in the club scene. Um, maybe, you know, when COVID's over, I'll we'll actually start popping out more. <laughs> it's like, you know, you realize like all the shit you just, didn't do what like yep. pre-COVID that mm-hmm. sounds really cool now um so who knows maybe uh I'll uh go out more we'll see but anyway so um before we talk about what you're up to let's take it back a little bit so uh where are you originally from um Kingston Wisconsin <laughs> not many people know where that is or have heard of it Usually when I say Kingston, they're like, Jamaica? No, 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 no. Um, it's a tiny town. There's like a hundred and some people that live there. Amish everywhere. It was in Green Lake County. I went to school in Marquezan most of my life. Graduated from Houstisford. I lived in small towns until I moved to Appleton when I was 19 or 20. And I moved up there because I was doing an apprenticeship with cost cutters and met a guy. We moved to Fond du Lac and I've kind of been stuck here. (laughs) I mean, I've moved out of state a couple times and it just didn't work out. So I came back. but I'm actually going to be leaving again, but I'm going to Kansas by my sister. Hmm. So I'm gonna be living with her and helping her out with her daughter because she works at a car dealership and it's always hard to find a babysitter because there's nothing in Kansas. It's <laughs> a bunch of tornadoes. Yeah, yep, tornadoes, uh, spiders, terrified of spiders, hate tornadoes, but I like watching them. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a a meme recently that was, like, it was down in, like, Texas or something, but it was, like, a picture of, like, um, like, a a road sign that was, like, tumbleweed uh, Mm -hmm. advisory or some shit like that. (laughs) Like, this is the most Texas shit of, like, ever. (laughs) Like. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. I can't imagine that, like, just like a cloud of tumbleweeds coming at you yeah right where you're just driving down like the street like minding your own business and then mm-hmm. this barrage of tumbleweeds just comes in the winds <laughs> yeah um yeah but uh well well i mean that's awesome that you know you're helping your sister out uh, good for you uh, um yeah i think the move will be good i i kind of just want to get away from wisconsin I don't blame you um, just for, uh, um, I mean, you've been here your whole life for, for one. So, I mean, I have, yeah. and have you- when I've lived, when I lived in Kansas with her before, like it was when COVID first happened. So really there was absolutely nothing to do, but I still liked it. It was, it's better for my mental health. 
Like I love my friends here and I love people here, but I've also met a lot of like the wrong people along the way too. So just better life choices. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that for sure. Um, um, did you, did you ever live in Milwaukee like proper? Um, yeah, I actually lived in river West, uh, for about a summer. Um, that was a crazy summer. <laughs> where I live right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, right off of Humboldt, I think it was. Oh yeah, I'm actually, I'm right off of Humboldt North. So I'm like right by the pick and save, you know? Okay, yeah, I was a few blocks down from that BP on that corner. Yep, yeah, <laughs> that's literally like a stone's throw away from <laughs> But yeah, that's I mean- awesome. it, it's uh people like to party at late hours and drink cheap beer and uh, yeah. a lot of, <laughs> lot of loud loud punk shows um i i like to hear a lot but you know um i probably i won't be here forever you know mm -hmm. but um okay i got you so um when you were when you were a kid here's mm -hmm. a first question i like to start with um what did you want to be when you grew up well, at first I wanted to be a vet until my first animal died. And then I knew I would never be able to put an animal down or do anything like that. Um, but since I was real little, I, I would cut my doll's hair. I would cut my Barbie's hair. Um, my dad basically showed me how to cut his hair when I was 11. I've, I don't know, hair, cosmetology, it's kind of always been a passion of mine. But your hair is really dope, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I actually just redid it. I was really nervous, but I'm digging it. Love it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good um, dynamic combo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you like do cosmetology at all? Um, no. So, like I said, I was doing that um, apprenticeship. Well, I was working at a cost cutters in Appleton, and. They weren't giving me the hours you needed every week and they didn't give me the pay that they said and they just were not very nice there so i left so i wasn't able to keep my license yeah. but i've been thinking about going back to school for it i mean i just turned 30. i need to figure something out a career because i don't want to just you know keep just doing an only fans like it's fun. It's good money. It's great, but I don't know. I want to, I want to make people pretty. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I like, I get what you're saying for sure. Mm -hmm. like, I kind of want like um, something refreshing to give like a sense of like direction. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. I, I got that. Talking about like going more into like the music and stuff. So like, what what did you kind of listen to growing up? Like, what was like, uh, what did, what kind of music did you grow up on? So my dad always listened to classic rock. So I grew up listening to like ACDC, um, Queen. It's one of my all time favorite bands. I feel um, like that's one of the, such a like common phrase, like. Queen is one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, but I I knew like the not popular Queen songs because my dad had a bunch of their CDs. I got you. 
Sure. Everyone's like, oh, you know that one Queen song that's always on the radio? That's my favorite. I'm like, I'm sure it is. It's everybody's favorite. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I I was never that into Queen, but you know, I I respect the influence for sure. I just they're they're just fun to listen to, I guess. But like, so I listened to that because of him, and then like Garth Brooks and the country from my grandparents, my mom always listen to like R&B and hip hop. So I had a wide variety. And I mean, I remember the CDs that my dad would buy me growing up. He bought me like obviously Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and NSYNC and I even had Bahamian. But then my uncle got me an Eminem. So then my dad got me into 50 Cent and like all these other rappers. He like, and he would listen to the music with me and like enjoy some of it. And he would do research to figure out like <laughs> who the new like popular artists are and give me those CDs. Right. <laughs> that was that was a pretty cool thing that my dad always did. He definitely took interest in music. And I think that's kind of where I got it from because there was always music around. And music has always been an outlet to me. And like in high school, I listened to like AFI and all that emo stuff and I, I live for it <laughs> yeah, right yeah yeah for sure um well it's, you had a a lot of different shit playing in the house it sounds mm-hmm. like um yeah um first time I ever learned about AFI was uh, Guitar Hero 3 <laughs> there are a lot of people uh might relate to that uh, yeah it, I never like <laughs> I never had much of an emo phase. I actually didn't get into emo until I was like a grown man. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I, like, I guess the closest thing to like an emo phase I had was like mm-hmm. listening to grunge in middle school. Oh, I see. In high school, all I wore was red and black. My hair was red and black. <laughs> that was my thing. Dark eyeliner, like hair over one eye. <laughs> Uh, so you go to warp tour um no i did go to band camp in madison one year though that was a lot of fun mm. um that was the first time i ever went into a mosh pit and i got kicked in the face i was only 16 <laughs> damn that's pretty wicked yeah <laughs> nice um what got you into uh the bass music mafia stuff um that's a god that was so long ago I know I was friends with Nick Ellis on Facebook and Ellis yes yes thick Ellis yeah he's he's also a great meme guy yes yes he is he is on that shit all the time (laughs) always sending me memes um but no I don't know if it was that he made a post about looking for people or what it was but one way or another I got into doing that um got to experience my first electric island because of him that that was a wild wild weekend that year especially that was crazy that was so much fun where is Um, that oh god where it's in Illinois Oh, what is it called? That's a good question. 
there's there's a lot of like electric like electric yeah, there's forest like, there's zoo there's yeah. island like basically anywhere you would go on vacation there's it gets electrified yeah you you can go to an electric event <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um god no i really can't think of what it's called oh it's on blarney island i know that much oh, okay well i guess i'll look that up i'll check in <laughs> where that is um but for sure i, I so well that's awesome was it like a like what kind of like what was the vibe um well that year it was that weekend especially it was really really warm out there were a lot of people there um everyone that i encountered was super nice everyone was like above and beyond friendly i met um god i met so many people there i remember i went with um a couple of my friends and it was such a wild weekend people were like i blacked out because <laughs> it was hot it was like a I think it was a hundred and some degrees and really humid. So, and they had these fruity drinks. So you have a couple of them and it's game over. Yeah, it's curtains. But I don't know. It's in like the people, the bartenders there are amazing. Every year they're phenomenal. They're fun. Gotcha. Um, was it, so was it like a lot of bass music? Like was that? Uh, yeah well like nick tries nick and whoever he works with on it they try to switch it up um like i know they've done house one year or maybe a couple of years they've done you know dubstep they've done a variety um i think they've had hip-hop there before like someone mc sure so there's different like sonic themes every year. Yeah, they they try to keep everyone happy and pleased and give everyone a chance to go and enjoy the type of music they like to listen to. That's awesome. That mm -hmm. that sounds really cool. Um, well, what a wholesome concept, you know, everyone is happy. Honestly, it's fun. And like you, I think the most fun part every year is the pontoon ride out there and back. <laughs> Damn that, yeah, that does sound awesome. Yeah. Um, tell you what, like, what was your inception into like bass and EDM and that kind of shit? Honestly, it was uh, Benny Benassi ringtone that I found for my phone <laughs> when I was in high school. That's a and name I've heard in a long time. <laughs> I that's actually who I started listening to, and then I discovered Skrillex and. From there, it kind of just spiderwebbed everywhere. We don't like to talk about him now, but um, Bass Nectar. Oh, oh I had a feeling it was going to be that name. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, well, I, mean, I, I used to listen to him once upon a time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most people did. I mean, I knew people mm -hmm. that really, like, you know, like, stayed in and like watched his streams like on we on friday nights and shit like i that was like it was like 2011 you know like that mm -hmm. was like kind of my intro to like dubstep and edm but then like we went to lala 
a lot like when I was in college yeah that was when like I experienced like Fox Pavilion, Stevie Oki, um, Flume, like oh, Vision. I remember the first time I saw Flume. God, that was that was at Electric Forest. That was amazing. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. Flume. What he, he does he, with production and music is so incredible. Yeah, he, he like he wasn't even a headliner at Lala mm-hmm. when I saw him, but. I think he drew like the biggest crowd of the weekend. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Shout out to Flume. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So you did. So you did the promoting for a couple, uh, uh, for a while. Um, yeah. So I ma- imagine, like, were you in Milwaukee a lot for that? Oh yeah, I was at the Miramar for almost every show. I that. That venue is home. Everyone there is like family. A lot of Oakland Euros visits. <laughs> oh, I miss that place too. God, I just miss <laughs> Milwaukee right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta gotta come through. Oh, I'll have to. <laughs> yeah, but you were so you were there a lot for mm-hmm. promoting and stuff. Yeah, um, that's dope. Like, I remember Flux Pavilion was there not too long ago, just a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah, um, I want to say I was there for that, but I have to say my all-time favorite Marshall was seeing Rusko. That was the first time I ever saw Rusko too, and like I idolize him so much because of what he's gone through with cancer and just the energy he brings on stage. Sorry if I like tear up a little bit. It's like no, no, it's okay. I've. I've had two types of cancer. I've been through cancer and I know what it's like and it's it's beaten me down more than it should have. I've allowed it to do that. So like I look up to him cuz he's literally an inspiration. That's that's wonderful. <laughs> that's beautiful. I I mean I like thank you for sharing that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean it's so like it's amazing when an artist, like not just their music, but you know, their entire brand, you know, their image, mm-hmm. you know, like just what they've endured, like personally, like when all of that culminates into like how they impact you. I mean, it's yeah. an extremely like visceral thing. Um, and that's that's awesome. I've had some artists that have impacted me the same way, you know, and at that point it's way more than just music at that point. It is like, I, I love his music and I enjoy his music so much, but it's like him as a person that is just like a ray of sunlight when you really need it. Yeah. Now you should, I think I've listened to him. I'll have to check him out. I will yeah, after this. I really recommend it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So I guess we can pick back up to uh, the question of what kind of got you into DJing yourself. Um, so my friends have always asked me like when I was going to start, cause I'm friends with a lot of local DJs, like Sam, when are you doing this? When is it your turn? And uh, when was that? I think around November, Nick Ellis posted a status about, um, finding someone to play at the led room. So I hit him up 
And next thing I know, I am trying to figure out how to DJ. <laughs> I literally had a couple days to do this. That Thursday night was the first time I ever played and I ran through my set. And then I crushed my first set I ever did. That was the first time I ever touched CDJs. And it's just, I haven't had like any practice. So I really don't know much about it. I just know, I don't know, I guess I just hear it and go with it. Yeah, yeah, it just becomes like a fluid thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because yeah, I, I told them, I was like, I, don't, I can't count music. Like, I can't count beats. They're like, it's okay. You, it'll come naturally. And it did. Like, I just, I danced, and that's how I was counting, and, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's badass. <laughs> Good for you. Um, yeah, it's, it's, quite, it's quite the rush. Like, after that first time, I got off stage and, like, <laughs> I screamed. I just, I let all that adrenaline out and I cried and it was, it was such a beautiful experience and like seeing everyone so happy and excited for me, like that just, that took me away. And I had some beautiful moments with some friends that cried because of how proud they were of me and just, and it, it's like that every time I play, it's, it's a feeling that I can't even put into words because it's so beautiful and it's so strong. It's crazy. It's the, it's a happiness that I've never experienced in my life. That euphoria where you are one with the surrounding, with your surroundings and with like yeah. what's in that moment. You are perfectly in that moment and nothing can yeah. bring you down. Yeah. Every time. But like up until I start playing, I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> the day of my first show, I threw up twice. <laughs> I cried. Um, <laughs> it, I was I was a wreck. But then I got out there and all that just went away. And it, it was crazy. I was just so in the moment and in the zone. And I think one of my favorite things is the second time I played, I looked up and not a single person was sitting down in that room and everyone was up and dancing. And that was a, such a beautiful moment. I started crying while I was playing. I was like, yes, because I, I feel like that's what everyone aspires to have happen, you know, not to have a single person sit down, have everyone enjoy the music. Dude, 100%. Like how you can just like... Um just draw everyone in and, and like make mm -hmm. a difference in everyone's experience in that, in that moment is like, it's incomparable to anything else. Um, Literally. Like sure. I'm, I'm making people like, I make people laugh on Facebook, but the way I was making people laugh and like have a good time this way, it's so different. It's so wholesome, but like more. <laughs> Yeah, it's enough to like literally like you know not to sound too morbid but I mean it sounds but it just gives you meaning like it just makes it really it, no honestly I and that's what I say I say that playing has brought me back to life 
because I, um, I struggle a lot mentally. Uh, I was really, really down in life again. And I just, I, I didn't see a purpose in life and I didn't see, you know, a passion in life, nothing. And then I did that and I was glowing for days after. And it's just, I literally can say that music saved my life. Fuck yeah. That's so, (laughs) that's so badass. That's wonderful. And, um, a little a little belated but i'm very proud of you um <laughs> like you're welcome uh i'm i'm like genuinely very fucking proud of you for like going out of your comfort zone like that. oh 100 percent. like i'm i'm outgoing and i'm social but oh that is terrifying i i can't even give a speech <laughs> to a crowd but then i can do this yeah. It just it's so it feels so comfortable being up there and it's I love it I really do so when when was uh your, your first gig when was that um I believe it I want to say it was like mid-November possibly I remember what I wore <laughs> of this past year of this, this past uh, year yeah yep yeah, so I've only been doing this for a few months. We'll see. Like, I mean, that's that's like a isn't it, like that's a sign that you know you're you found like a niche. Yes. You are meant to do. Yes. Like you were like that you you found something that like has been waiting for you this whole time to do. And it's been right in front of my face this whole time, and I never knew it because yeah. I. I never used to take like positive chances in my life. You know, I, a lot of people know me for partying and, and everything. And I'm a month, month sober. Um, I haven't drank since my birthday. So very proud of myself for that. It's really fucking hard. There's so many times where I think about drinking again, but you know it's that's another thing like playing music it just it made me realize one thing after another that I need to change and get my shit together and I'm doing that I said this year was going to be my year and I'm going to be selfish and by selfish I mean I'm burning bridges that should be burned I can't keep holding on to people that are holding me back and I'm trying to do better and be better yeah yeah for real good for you like that's I mean especially after just this hellscape of a year all of us have been through we really got to trim the fat right now and and like sort through like what's really like gonna move us forward at this point and Mm -hmm. I mean you you've uh sounds like you found something great and uh, I really hope you keep doing it. I, I would love to uh, um, come see one of your shows sometime uh, in Milwaukee, hopefully. Uh, I, I hope. Uh, hopefully. Honestly, I hope someday I get to play at the Mar. <laughs> do, you, do you remember what you played, like, uh, your first show? Like, do you remember? Um, yeah, I usually, so I usually play, like, Garage and Bass House. Um, they're just, I don't know, it's, that's one of my favorite genres to listen to and to dance to, and it's so fun to play, 
it constantly has people going. You got the feels, you got the bass, you have drops, you have, you have the best of all worlds. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, cool. Well, cause I, I'm like, I'm a big, like, um, like I cover the music scene in Milwaukee. So like mm -hmm. I'm at like Cactus Club and Cooperage and like dive shows. Like I'm, I go to a lot of like that kind of shit, but I need to make yeah. it out to the club scene and like see some more djs because some of the it's DJs, definitely an experience yeah and um speaking of uh nick ellis uh he will be <laughs> here on the show in about two months oh that's awesome that, i'm excited for that yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i'm excited to talk to him too um but yeah it just seems like a lot of really wholesome and fun people that are some of the friendliest and just most like open-minded people I've ever met so. yeah I mean my online persona sometimes I might come off as a bitch but I promise I'm really one of the sweetest people ever <laughs> just don't make me mad <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh oh same though same <laughs> yeah I feel like I'm I'm generally a pretty a very soft person but I can be really mean so I can be a not so Mr. Nice guy. I, yeah, I mean, so I, I'm also kind of known for putting guys on blast that feel it's necessary to say very inappropriate things to me in my DMs, which is not just because of what I post on Facebook. Hey, like whether you. I'm serious about it or not, that's not an invite to my DMs ever. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I don't understand men in the way their brains work sometimes. There's some things that are said to me that I feel like should be put out there so it doesn't happen to other women. And if it does, that they can see that and something can maybe be done about it. Hey, it's like, well, it goes back to like the, you know, people are so focused on this idea of cancel culture, but how about accountability? you know exactly no like, one ever wants to take accountability for anything you're so quick to cancel people but okay then they're canceled then what okay what, what about them what right. like what we're gonna get an apology two years later and it's not really gonna be an apology it's gonna be like oh poor me like <clears throat> that's right, where they play the they play the victim and shit yeah yep. like <laughs> Well, cancel culture wouldn't even be a thing if accountability was just taken more seriously. And exactly, like if people would own up to their shit right away. Yeah, and I mean, I've definitely, I've definitely been one to not take accountability for my actions, but that's something that I've worked on, and I definitely do now. And have, I'm more vocal about it's just it's communication and like just respect. Yeah. literally the two key things that anyone needs to know about anything ever really <laughs> real right like literally like none of us are perfect i no. have certainly done and said shitty things in the past but i've like um like i especially with like being in therapy like mm -hmm. i've worked so hard on like radical accountability in myself you know and uh, yeah. once you take it and you forgive yourself also you forgive yourself for your mistakes mm -hmm. like you are allowing yourself to be happy like yep. and be okay with yourself and, and that's, that's such an amazing feeling once you can finally do that totally um so where did where did uh, the name thin mint come from um 
honestly, I was trying to think of names and I just, I was kind of high and kept thinking about Thin Mints. Oh my God. <laughs> and <laughs> I met up a fire. couple of my friends. I was like, hey, what do you think of this name? They're like, dude, that's fucking dope. I was like, okay, bet. <laughs> Uh, yeah well you also you had that like um you had like teal hair for a little while didn't you yeah mm -hmm. yeah it looked it looked pretty minty i was like you know what i've already got the look and everything is perfect dude love that uh mints are fire uh thin mints are fire oh especially out of the freezer oh well that's an idea you gotta try them frozen you have to amazing certainly will i recently my, my recent like kind of a discovery or revelation was refrigerating my peanut butter <gasps> don't that tell me that i was just talking about the other day how i can't stand when people do that <laughs> that is like it's a game changer it's so good um how do you spread that on your bread though you're just not, like about I'm to not, stab i'm not spreading it anywhere i'm just taking you're spoonfuls. Just eating it? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's what I Okay, well, I mean, I peanut butter straight out of the jar, too, but I never thought to just get a jar to keep in the fridge for that. Oh, well, it was like the, it was like the end of the jar, you know? Oh, no, I would whole jar. That's my favorite <laughs> pie snack is peanut butter. <laughs> Love peanut butter, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, well, that's tight. Um, I guess uh, my last question is uh, um, what... Uh, do you have uh, planned uh, in the next couple months? Like, what are some of your goals? Um, yeah, do you like? Do you have any shows coming up? Um, I actually do not. I was booked for a show in the Chicago area, but unfortunately, I had to turn it down. Um, just some things in life came up, so I honestly don't know when my next show is going to be. Um, but this summer, I plan on eventually having all the equipment I need at home so I can practice. And basically, when I'm in Kansas, I'm going to just be throwing myself into music the whole time. Good for you. Well, that's awesome. Uh, Thank you. Love to see that. Um, uh, what have been like some of your favorite artists lately? Um, Jenga, actually. Uh, has been one of my favorite producers I've been hooked on lately. I, I just can't get enough of his music, but I've also kind of been on a huge rap kick lately. <laughs> so like, I don't, I haven't been listening to much EDM. Um, I've been kind of getting back into metal a little bit too. So. There you go. There's so much new music out there. It's crazy. I see all these names. I'm like, who the, who are you? What? You've been around for how long? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I, I've been, I've been really like, cause I, I'm like a music nerd. Like I try to mm -hmm. listen to like a couple albums a day, you know, and like, mm -hmm. I just, it's a rabbit hole and uh, <laughs> you'll never find it all. And no, it, it simultaneously excites me and also terrifies me that like, I won't get to find all of it like ever. Um, but you know, that's why I just keep hunting for my next favorite song. Yeah, I get anxiety about, like, if I have a day where I don't find any new songs that I like, it makes me anxious. Yeah, oh yeah, I uh -huh. I get that. Well, 
Sam, uh, I really appreciate you being on the show today. This is super fun, um, but also like warms my heart to like get to know you and like hear more about like, you know, what you do and why you do it. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, before, so as we're closing out here, um, I ask everyone the same two questions. First is uh, what keeps you up at night? <laughs> um, my, my mind is just constantly going. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never really been one for much sleep. And now my insomnia is so bad. I just, I sleep maybe three hours and I'm up anywhere from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. for the whole day. So I got plenty of time in the day to do stuff, but <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, don't know. I just, I just, I worry, I worry a lot about everything in life. I, I, I get, I have severe anxiety myself, so I, I got that. Like things that normally like were that calm people down. It's mm -hmm. like no. I need reassurance right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like right this second or like five seconds ago would have been even better. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, the flip side of that is uh, what puts you to sleep. <laughs> you want to know what really puts me to sleep? <laughs> oh, have at it. Um, I, I like to smoke dab bowls. <laughs> hey, it's and a that that in a new series on netflix and i'm good to go watch that until i fall asleep there you go hey weed's a common answer so you smoke weeds. them dabs i do i love them <laughs> what's um what's been like your most recent show it's this new anime called um what is it high rise invasion it's insane <laughs> like at first I was kind of weirded out by it but once it gave you more detail about what's actually going on it's just non-stop action and blood and so much gore but there's anime titties too so that's great <laughs> you love the anime titties always <laughs> yeah did you watch um Atlanta no it's not. so it's so good i highly recommend it's uh donald glover okay yeah it's really good um okay. that was probably like my favorite new show i watched recently but i also mm -hmm. really liked euphoria a lot I watched that recently i have i've been wanting to watch that i've heard great things about that it's really fucked up but it's really good i've heard <laughs> yeah <laughs> um thank you so much sam for being on the show. I had a blast. Thank you for inviting me. So welcome. For everyone watching, uh, do, you have a, do you have a social media for Thin Mint? I do not yet. I'm slacking on that. Um, that's okay. I'll just, I'll I still get my logo made. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, that's that's all good. Uh, I'll tag your uh, social media. Um, uh, do you want to plug your OnlyFans? Um, I know I mean, if you, if you want to, you can. Absolutely. <laughs> it uh, is Alien Peaches. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so check that out uh, if you're interested. Um, but uh, in the meantime, uh, 
um, yeah, we, we miss shows, we miss live music, um, but uh, happy to support uh, Thin Mint here um, in her uh, DJing career and uh, looking forward to uh, um, what she has in store next. Uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. As always, we'll see you next time.